Welcome back to the More Stories Tomorrow podcast. We're on the 28th episode. Are you about to explain what MST is? The three of us are sat here, right? So let's let's introduce ourselves one by one. Tom Hardy. Yeah. Lawrence Carpenter. I am Anna Christian. More stories really started on a trip we did across Germany. Almost exactly a week ago. A year ago, sorry. We still don't quite know exactly what it is. And it will probably continue to change. Absolutely. But in the spirit of the podcast, we've each agreed to share what we think more stories tomorrow is. I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, listen to more stories. Stay tuned Tom? for more stories Tim? tomorrow. Stay tuned for more stories tomorrow. To hear more, as my good friend Liam Yates likes to say, stories by us. More stories tomorrow. Welcome back to the More Stories Tomorrow podcast. This is a big one. This is a big one. A departure from the usual podcast. Yeah. We're going to sit down and finally explain on the 27th, no, this might be the 28th episode by the time this goes out, <laughs> what is More Stories Tomorrow. This is what we've been building up to, Tom. Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry to introduce myself early, but we're on the 28th episode. Are you about to explain what MST is? Yeah, MST slowly evolved. This, is, this has been like a year-long project in the making. Okay, yeah. Good. More than a little bit. More than over a year. And we just so never So what happened in the down. first 27 episodes? Well, you have to go back and listen to them, just like the, the, the listeners will. If you haven't yeah. listened to every single one, what are you doing? Stay tuned for more stories yesterday. Exactly. But the three of us are sat here, right? So let's let's introduce ourselves one by one. Uh, you guys will have already probably heard myself and Tom. Hope so. Yeah. I've been on. I think I've been. I think I've been on every podcast. Oh no, there's one that you've yeah. I've been on twenty twenty seven of the twenty eight oh, episodes. So I'm Tom Hardy. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm Lawrence Carpenter, uh, featuring on a few podcasts. We've done a few cool adventures, and then we have uh, a new guest here, sat opposite us. Come on, debutant. Um, I am Anna Christian. Um, hi guys. Hi. <laughs> part of the t- part of the squad. Right, I think that was a good introduction. I think we're <laughs> we're filling up to speed with everyone okay. as a character. Um, <laughs> let's let's introduce ourselves a little bit more. So yeah. so so go on, Anna. As you've just introduced yourself, what what what? Where have you come from within cycling, and what, what, who are you? Come on. Um. So. I have been racing my bike for probably as long as I can remember. Um, what, technically professionally for the last eight years. Um, I stopped racing last year and I am now on to some new adventures but still on my bike. So I'm very happy to be along with lovely Tom and Lawrence that they have me along for some more. This is your first retirement year as well, isn't it? Pardon? You've not had a gap year, this is like straight out of retirement. Gap year. Um, 2020 was basically a gap year though, because COVID. I guess it was for everyone. But. You're racing until 2022 though, is my point. Yeah. Yes. I didn't actually know that. It's a genuine question. Oh really? Yeah. I thought yeah. you were just playing it cool. No, no, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know so much about you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Honestly, yeah. That was yeah, a genuine, yeah, yeah. genuine, it's a genuine yeah, yeah. question. Yeah. But I mean, also good for the listener who I know you're a big name, but. Mm. The dedicated listeners of the podcast may not have heard of you before. So anyway, yeah, no gap, no gap yard. No gap yard. 
yeah, so I've raced always on the road. Um, so this new gravel adventure and having a gravel bike is quite exciting to be a part of. You may or may not already know what I've been doing the last few years. I raced uh, for on the road for a few years, rode for teams like Ribble and Wiggins and since have stopped racing and got more into gravel scene. Uh, and all throughout all of those adventures, I've been making videos on YouTube. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. London based, now live in Girona. Living the dream. Yeah, exactly. Living the dream. What about you, Tom? <laughs> I don't know. My cycling career, I was, uh, I once came third at Saltair Crit in a. Did you? In a little 3 4. That's, that's a cycling career highlight right there. Yeah, I actually won a couple of months as well. Why up the Northwest from London? No, I grew up in Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know that? Is that where you do a really good Yorkshire accent? Yeah, because I grew up <laughs> Guys, we're... Yeah, where are you from? From Yorkshire. What part? Well, how well do you know it? Well... Skipton. And you know where I went to uni? You went to Skipton? No, I grew, no, I grew up in Skipton. I mean, yeah. And then I went to uni in Lancaster, right by Heesham. You lost that accent quite well. He's done that thing, hasn't he? Mm. Southern Drift. Yeah. Drift. We are learning a lot about each other here, guys. That is... Holy shit. I honestly thought you were, Lon like, London. No. No. Well, I, I did think you could do a really good Yorkshire accent. That's, That's quite good. It's yeah. almost like my entire family are from there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Wow. What else can you tell us, Tom? What else? Right, so Yorkshire. Okay. I had an illustrious bicycle racing career. Just, I'm sorry. I, I think it just threw <laughs> me so much because you have no traits. You have no traits of someone from Yorkshire. What do you mean no traits? Not at all. Uh, no. That is no. A real... No oh. traits. Not a single one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. What? I was from the south. <laughs> you went for oat milk in your cup of tea. Yeah, so oat yogurt. That's a real London thing, that isn't it? Oh, oh, oh right, Sorry, go on, go on. Dad's gold. Anyway, I was from. I did grow up now. Uh, apparently, yeah, I've lost all my northern identity. So I was never really good at bicycle racing, but have ridden for a very, very long time. Started on mountain bikes, did a bit of road back to mountain bikes, but I can't remember exactly when, at some point, picked up a camera at the point at which my friends were better than me. So I stopped. I stopped being able to ride in the races they were racing in. And probably around the same time you were transitioning out of road as well, Lawrence, started doing more off-road race or ultra racing. That got big at the time. Yeah, yeah. There were sponsors on the road that were also sponsoring these ultra races, and that gave me the opportunity to go to mm -hmm. Some race like Silk Road Mountain Race, Trans Pyrenees Race, and photograph them. And then just slowly over time, I think post COVID as well, there's been more opportunity for people who can't race bikes like me to do more trips and yeah. have more fun. Exactly. Um, and that's to be fair, that's pretty much how I met you. Uh, I mean, obviously we know each other in London. I've been in London for four years. Big desk worker. Got an office job. But we really like, well, more stories really started on a trip we did across Germany when I was photographing for Ruler. Almost exactly a week ago, a, a year ago, sorry. It's been a long week. A, a, a long week, a year ago. A year ago, yeah, just over a year ago. Yeah. Just over a year ago. Yeah. So that's my uh, speckled history in cycling. Oh, lovely. All right, I think we found some way of trying to explain who we are, where we've come from. Not, I guess it will 
become clearer over time if our personalities work well together. Because I think <laughs> in terms of like organising a group of people into more stories tomorrow, I think we're a good group. It was a really strict interview process we need to get through. It was actually. Lauren sent me a message. I'm really happy I made it to this point. Where it was real stressful. <laughs> Ten yeah. interviews later. Yeah, and on the the initiations you yeah. had to come though, Anna. You haven't you haven't heard about the initiation, yeah. Oh, the, this is the initiation. Um, Getting through, well, getting through the well, podcast. Well, the interview obviously went really well. This is the first time you actually learned anything about me. We didn't record it. <laughs> I'm glad you read my CV to apply for this. All right, all right. I, t- I take that back. But on paper, Lawrence, look, actually, you two have had sort of similar trajectories, i.e. racing, running out of racing, yeah. and then looking for a life that's still on bikes. Like, a lot of people give up racing and just never touch a bike again. Yeah. They just hate, either because they hate it at the end or they're just I, like done uh, with that section of their life. I can really see two sides of that though. I can see why a lot of people, I know a lot of riders from totally the professional scene that have, yeah, you speak to them now and they're like, no, never touch a bike or you don't, they just don't. And then I see other ones that they do go into different, there's, I think there's different, I think people view riding bike a bit different. Some of it's see it as a yeah, job sure. and they've seen it as training and well, then they want com- a break from yeah. it. Which it's about the sense. competition, not about the actual yeah. bicycle riding. But I think, Maybe that's why the way I grew up on a bike was why I still enjoy riding a bike because um, I don't want to sound old school here, but like <laughs> I kind of grew up like on the group that was my training, the group rides and the weekend rides, and you're going out with your friends and doing these. Like my training was generally just getting my head kicked in with the lads. It wasn't really. It was just like go out and do a few hours, and it was kind of ex- like bikes first, no, no, yeah, no structure. So, well. It, until I got a little older, obviously it became structure. But in my younger days, it was very just about enjoying riding the bike, and just um, yeah. I think that's why it's kind of rooted in me a little bit. That nice, yeah. But you've mm. so you've got like similar trajectories, but a different, completely different time. Like you're just coming out of racing mm. into something else. You've been doing it for ages, Lawrence. And yeah, then yeah. I don't share anything in common with either of you. <laughs> have a desk job, and have been like on the edge of cycling. So. There's a three. Yeah. Hopefully quite a good mix. Yeah. Even if personalities aren't really all hate each other. <laughs> we'll find out. On, on paper, in terms of what we each, a different perspective to the same trips. Absolutely. I think it could work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we do an overview about what MST is? A very basic wireframe for those new listeners who maybe don't know. Well, what? Like we are saying, it's been a year in the making. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, it's been a year in the making, and the reason there hasn't been a "What is more stories tomorrow?" explainer yeah. is we're not too sure. It kind of it it started on that trip that we did in Germany mm-hmm. as an idea, mm-hmm. and then over the course of about six months, kept changing shape. Different people coming, going, working out exactly what it is and why it exists. And then I came along. You're like. Yeah, ray of sunshine, <laughs> all the answers make sense. Um, that wasn't actually what I was going to say. Uh, that wasn't the direction I was going in my head. But I was, thinking, I was thinking more along the lines of we still don't quite know exactly what it is and it will probably continue to change. Absolutely. But in the spirit of the podcast, we've each agreed to share what we think more stories tomorrow is. Absolutely. As a starter, not a promise for what it will be and has to be. Um, if you guys want to go first, because I feel I'll like I was last to join this. Yeah, <laughs> Riding on our coattails. Exactly. I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think for me, you know, cycling is, is so much more fun when it's a shared experience. When you when you have people to share, uh, you know, bikepacking trips with, rides, whatever whatever it is, when you can share it with a group, that uh, it just brings it up a level. Like it really does change the experience. And uh, I've grown up kind of riding with friends a lot, and that's that's so that's that's the main thing for me. I think uh, coming up with a bit of a brand and, and kind of having a project to, to work on and focus on is a, a big thing for me. I, I like getting my creative side going and uh, I think it's quite nice to tie the videos in the photos and have a bit of a style and unique and try and stand out a little bit and have a direction and, and that's why I think MST is so much more powerful than just my own name as a brand and that's why I'm kind of investing in this and I feel like it has a lot of potential and I'm very excited for for its future. Very good. I think mine, to be fair, I think a couple of the two things you touched on there make sense. Like, and they're sort of this, actually the same thing. Both of those to me say it's like, it's about having something bigger than just yourself. Mm. Both in terms of the yeah. riding you're doing and the experience, but also how you, sh not just what you share, but how you share it. And sharing it as something bigger that people can invest in that's not about a personality that is trying to like create something that you can kind of package up and give to people for yeah. them to take away. Yeah. And for me, yeah, it's, that's what it's about. It's like, I think like, everyone tells stories in their own way, whether even if it's just like, you go for a bike ride and you tell your mum, oh, I went for a bike ride, look at these photos. Or whether you try and do something like this and share it and you think someone might actually want to listen to them or watch them or like scroll through them or whatever. So that's what it's for me. I want to like show other people, and if they and hopefully they'll find it interesting enough to mm -hmm. keep watching. And like I guess that we're on that journey trip where it started, it's like there's so much like fun in that. Doing a big bikepacking trip with a group of mates, it's like trying to put it in a bottle and give it to other people. Yeah, and be like, hey, look at this. this look at this. This is sick. Anyone can do this. Exactly. Um, so that's what it is for me. And it's just like a load of. It's like that, but with like it's like fun, but with spreadsheets, isn't it? <laughs> Tom loves a good spreadsheet. I love an email chain and a spreadsheet. <laughs> Go on, Anna. Um, so for me, I'm obviously very, very new to the self. Um, but like we said, I stopped racing last year, but still very much enjoy riding my bike. Um, I also love nice adventure. I also love the social, <laughs> so I feel like this all kind of came together as one for me. So when they kind of asked me to join you guys, I was, yeah, obviously keen to get on board and come for the ride. And you didn't have an excuse. See these places. Um, You're a bit yeah. lost, like post post career or <laughs> post road racing. Like, oh, what do I do now? Like, oh, that sounds good. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I um. The bit of direction is always good, though, no? No matter if it if it works out or if it doesn't work out, like at least you tried it. We'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah. But um, no, I'm looking forward to. I feel like I'm so. I almost feel like I'm just going back to like, I don't know, being a beginner again. Like you guys set up these bikes and <laughs> the bike pack and set up, you know, and learning how you do all it's this. It's a whole like, new world. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. So I'm quite looking forward to like learning lots. And, I don't like, think. I think that's a really good angle for this and my, my videos and everything is that me and Tom have kind of done it before. Kind of know what we're doing a little bit and then Anna is just kind of here for the right. Oh no, well, I, mean, I have no idea. Ah, I have absolutely no yeah, idea. But, but, but this, as but, part of this process, people can learn along with you, right? Yeah. 
like I think it's maybe going to hit me that first <laughs> morning when I wake up in that tent or maybe when I'm trying to set the tent up that's when I might realise like what I've got myself in for after riding how many K we did before we had to this do is... that but I think it's all the fun of it that's what I mean Absolutely. I don't think it needs to be yeah Yeah. and guys you're going to have to come back for the next episode to learn more about this adventure that Anna's just touched on yeah you've let the cat out of the bag oh it's alright <laughs> Sorry. Cat doesn't need to go back in the bag, it's all right. She's got a new VIM, Yeah, and it's just giving it, giving it all away, guys. I'm ruined so it. I'm excited. I didn't realise that we win. No, it's um, good, it's good. It's good, it's good. But I'm not going to quite go there yet. I think what is worth saying before we get to what we're doing here is a lot of what has crystallised what was basically just an idea and made it into like, oh, yeah, let's, let's do a thing and, like, actually make this into a platform to share our stories and put them out to other people was uh, Vetus at mm-hmm. the probably like the end of last year um, kind of had the had a similar sort of idea in that time like how do you bot like a group of mates having fun lots of different experiences like how do you bottle that and package it and then we were trying to do the same thing at the same time and that's <clears throat> really what turned it from an idea into a thing that was going to happen I think yeah and obviously more stories tomorrow will always be bigger than a bike brand and like it will exist before during and after any kind of support but that's really what like put the genie absolutely in the bottle bring it together the genie out the bottle yeah yeah made it happen yeah um yeah so for that we have a lot to to thank thank the team at Vitas for right yeah for sure for sure um definitely and you guys are just going to have to log into our Instagram uh, to, to, to have a look at uh, what the bikes look like. and uh, Make some very special bikes for us. Yeah, you? very special. We won't give too much away, but you're going to have to check them out there. Uh, I the, mean, I think we can give as much away we want on the podcast. There's no way they're going to be able to see what they look like. That's true, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm going to try and be all secretive here saying you're going to have to check them out. But yeah, I mean... They've got two wheels. Yeah. Two yeah. triangles. Quite, quite rounded wheels. Yeah, well, big yeah. circles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... That leads neatly onto the point. Vetus are for this year, obviously we can touch on all the other racing and riding that we're doing. But Vetus are helping us do three bike packing trips together. Yeah. As a three. This Plus year. Special guest. This year. Yeah. This year. Um the first of which is in Iceland. Well, that's where we are. Well, we're sat right now around this little kitchen table uh, with a beautiful view of the supermarket. It's and it's... Nice. <laughs> what was I going to say? Go on. It's broad daylight and it's yeah. what time? It's 10.30 at night and it looks like... looks like when we got here at like 2pm. Yeah. Yeah. Trippy. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. But it is, it's pretty overcast. It's pretty grey. It's, it's, it's not looking very exciting outside. It's not that warm really, is it? I mean, no. it's not cold. Yeah, it's like 14, 15 degrees. Yeah. Um, it's like a winter day on the Isle of Man. But it was, it was 32 in Girona today. A winter day on the Isle of Man? Mm. You said there was, you went out, oh, we used to go to the mountain bikes in the snow. Yeah, what, in 15 uh, degrees? You, you obviously get snow on a one-off occasion. It's not like... I bet it's not 15 degrees when you do. Averagely, a winter day on the Isle of Man today, I'd say. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's pretty sunny there, Costa del Man. Well, I haven't seen the sun today here, have you? No, no, it's in like 15 degrees is good for winter. That's good. 15 degrees today? Cold on that. I reckon. Well, anyway, <laughs> out the window is uh, winter in the Alaman. 
uh, in the middle of summer. Stay tuned for more stories tomorrow. Eh? Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. See you on the next one. See or you. listen, yeah. listen to you on, speak to you on the next one. Speak at you at the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stay tuned for more stories tomorrow. Go on, Anna, you can say it. <laughs> you have to, you're going to do it every week. In an accent? Or? Yeah, you do it in your yeah, accent. Go on. I can't do it now on the spot. Just stay tuned for more, guys, for more stories tomorrow! <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs>